When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Yep, it sure is, and it's the eighth day of February. It is a Thursday morning. Awesome to be with you for summer breakfast. Well, for the very last time, in fact, the McCafe Menu, our official coffee partner today. We're going to set you up with Michael Bridge from the UK. We've got a three-directional title race going on in the Premier League at the moment. With uh, well, We're in the final third of that season, and it's uh, Arsenal, and um, it's Manchester City, and it's Liverpool, and it's all happening over there. And Ange's Spurs fighting for a top four spot as well. So Michael Bridge will uh, bring us up to speed on the biggest domestic uh, football code in the world. Melbourne Storm CEO Justin Rodsky. They've got a game coming up in Fiji, the Storm, if you don't mind. An Olympic long jumper in this Olympic year. Brooke Bushkel is going to join us. Uh, twice a Commonwealth Games silver medalist. Seventh at the Tokyo Games as well. Questions without notice. And it's the last time we're going to chop it up. And that's our Philly friend we had on earlier this week, by the way, Sean Barnard, if you're wondering why we constantly mention that. Kane Corns, good morning to you. No, we haven't gone all Jared Waitley on this, Sammy. Good morning to you. Um, but we are going to chop it up for the final time. And we've been given some homework as well. Which, homework. Uh, which took me back a little bit. So um, I'm looking forward to going through that. I'm just having some a bit of trouble with my... Headphones at the moment, I can't hear myself talking, so hopefully the gurus in the studio can sort that out as we're talking. But um, plenty on the agenda. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, I can hear you fine. Uh, Let's be honest with our homework. Um, We've called it the watchables, but to be honest, we're blatantly stealing an idea. (laughs) We're borrowing a few components of it anyway. The league pass rankings is a Bill Simmons, Zach Lowe phenomenon. Now, a lot of listeners will be familiar with that. We're adapting it today because, Kane. The season's close. We're all viewers. We're all fans. We're all consumers, either in the stands or in the living room or pubs across the country. So we're going to lounge room chair this morning, Kane, and we're just going to decipher or break down the competition's 18 teams into four brackets, most watchable to perhaps things you'd rather do something else. Yeah, you could be doing other things. Now, so in the NBA, of course, you've got League Pass. So you can essentially watch any game you want if you subscribe to this service. If we had the same thing, who would be at the top of your list? Who who are the most yep. watchable teams right now? Who do you drop everything to watch? Not not your side, uh, of course. That is that is a given. You watch your side regardless of the situation. But who else are you watching? I mean, we, we heard the Col- Collingwood Globetrotters last year a mm-hmm. lot, and they were very watchable. So we'll see where they feature. But a lot of factors go into our rankings, which we will describe for you uh, a little bit after 7 o'clock. We will. We'll break it all down. The open line today, same as it is every day, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. The 40 wings temper, 0433981116. do not be shy today. We'll get to questions without notice as well a little bit later on in the program. Uh, it's same old uniform for you, T-shirt and shorts this morning, another cracking day in Adelaide. What did you get yeah. up to yesterday? No, it's good. I... Uh... I had to go to the dentist, actually. Oh. So the kids did the dentist on Tuesday. I did oh. the dentist yesterday. Um, yeah, it's a, it is an interesting experience going to the dentist. Oh. But 
every time I go there, I'm thankful. Are you lucky? That, yeah, I am. And I'm thankful that I haven't neglected my teeth. Cause, and that was a lesson that, uh, uh, without going through my family history, dad always used to say to us, because he, he neglected his teeth. When he left home, he just ate all these lollies and he didn't go to the dentist and his teeth were a, a bit of a mess and he always regretted it. So thankful for the fact that I haven't let them go. Oh, the journey had a crown last year, which was nasty. Which was, I've had a crown. Yeah, that's a big. Yeah, that's an expensive it's, process. It's expensive and oh. it's complicated, but that that was all good. So, not all good, but it got a mouth guard fitted as well, Sammy. A mouth guard? Oh, for your do, fight. Do you know how they fit mouth guards now? It is amazing. Yeah, my kids it's, had uh, had the dental mouth guards done last year. Yeah, where you where it doesn't come for a couple of weeks and it's moulded and yeah, you bite down so, on the goo. Nah, well that's how I, that's how I used to get it done when I played footy, and that was what I thought would happen yesterday, mm. but. There's this little instrument now, it's like a camera, and they put it inside your mouth. It's just a camera, and they'd go around your mouth with the camera, and it scans your teeth, and then over to the side, there's a computer, and eventually you get this perfect 3D image of your, your jaw, your set of teeth. Then they just email that to the lab. And the lab user 3D printer to do your mouth guard. It's unbelievable. So it's no, ready, fr- ready Friday. No goo. No jelly. No mold. All it is, it's a little stick, like a camera on a stick. It makes this little noise. Took about, I don't know, 15 minutes. Go around your mouth up the top, then down the bottom. And then the dentist came in and he's showing me my my, my jaw and my teeth on this 3D image on the computer. It's unbelievable. I couldn't what, believe it. I was blown away. What did the bill look like for something like that? Uh, no, it wasn't too bad. The, my mouth guard, I've got health insurance, but I think the gap for the mouth guard was about 150 Oh, no, that's yeah. okay. Not, Small not price bad. to pay. You don't want that crown knocked out by Nathan no, Brown. You don't want, you don't <laughs> you don't want the teeth, crown going anywhere. teeth knocked out. Are you happy with uh, sport climbing as a, an Olympic sport this year? Yeah, I saw that. No, no, well, <laughs> come on, don't get off the fair. Are you well, happy with sport climbing as an Olympic sport? Well, I'm not as outraged by that as I was breakdancing, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, breakdancing is probably going to take some beating for most obscure offering. Uh, at least that involves some, re- and, and dancing does as well. I'm only talking in jest, some real physical endeavour and ability and skill and strength and endurance. Well, all of that. It's You, you basically use every muscle. It's bloody uh, hard work. And the reason I ask is because Campbell Harrison's a, a big feature from Scotty Gullen in the Herald Sun today on page 62. Um, and look, he's, he's off to the Olympics. So sport climbing, rock climbing, uh, indoor rock climbing, essentially. Yep. Uh, breaking, which is break dancing, included in the Olympics this year. They're just calling it breaking. Break. Skateboarding and surfing are the four additional sports um, for the Paris 2024 could games. We, could we get... Can we get T20 into the Brisbane Olympics, do you reckon? Well, it's... I reckon not? cricket needs it. I reckon cricket needs it. If cricket could get themselves in the Olympics, that'd well, be when you, Yeah, when you look at some of the other sports, with, with all due respect, but handball, judo, modern pentathlon... You had to go at judo? Well, cricket's... Fen- fencing? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's been around a long time. But anyway, are you, are you happy with it? Are you in... Yeah, I mean, does the Olympics have the same prestige as what it used to? Definitely doesn't, does it? Nah. It's a shame. But, it, I mean, it hasn't, like, for obviously the Commonwealth Games have fallen off the cliff uh, and there's all sorts of theories for that, of course. I think just the professionalism and the exposure of all the major sports around the country now and it's just wall-to-wall all year round has almost taken a bit away from the Commonwealth Games, perhaps. Hey, I, I couldn't not talk about this this morning because... Riley Sanders and Harley Reid are like Hackett and Thorpe. You know, Hackett, Thorpe, Hackett, Thorpe. They're just, 
bobbing in the water beside each other. Now, Adam Simpson and Don Pike yesterday, we might hear from them later, both spoke on how mindful they are of the attention on their guy over there in Perth and the hype, and we've spoken about that a lot. Funnily enough, that's sort of just reaching the mainstream at the moment, the 27 front and back pages of the West Australian. Now, at the Dogs yesterday, more fawning over Riley Sanders, this time from Bailey Dale, talking up the teenagers' ball-winning prowess. Just amazing. I mean, these guys are just kids. In all seriousness, I hope we're not, and I say we because we're part of it too, we're not setting them up a bit here for, for a mission impossible. That's yeah, my fear. So there's a couple of schools of thought here. There's the thought that in American sport, these athletes are famous before they get drafted. And we need to do a better job of building their profiles when they're coming through. And the Instagram accounts like Baseline Footy and others have done a pretty good job of that. So essentially, a lot of the players that have been drafted to your club, you're familiar with, particularly at the top end, by the time they get there. But I, honestly, I've never seen anything like this. And, and we've discussed it at length, so I don't want to... Keep yep. going over it. But I log on to the West Australian again today, and he's full back page again. What? Harley Reid is full back page again. 28. Today. 28. So it's just extraordinary. Like, in terms of the most famous footballers ever, and who who would they be? I mean, who, it depends what market you're in, of course. But like, Well, you've like, spoken about Modra back in the day. Yeah, so Modra in the day. Wayne Carey, you know, through the day. Ben Cousins in Perth. Definitely during the early days and then probably during his infamous days as well. But compare Harley Reid to Nick Dacos. Like, Harley Reid's not carrying Nick Dacos's bags at the moment. And Nick Dacos may have had one, I don't know, one back page in the Herald Sun. Different markets, I get that. But this is just next level. Young and the rest is the headline in the West Australian. Must read. West Coast coach reveals teen sensation unlikely to play every game this season. Yeah. Gee, so they're, they're, he went on to speak about mindful of hype and then West Oz just plopping back on the back page again. Well, that's the hard, that's the hard part. Ball, and look, no, I don't really, there's no blame here. There's no fault because you curate the news to what interests your audience. And clearly they would have the metrics of who's clicking on Give them what the they Harley Reid stories. Yeah, and if the sure. people want Harley Reid, you're not going to blame the news outlet for giving them Harley Reid. And then equally... All the journalists are going to ask every West Coast player that goes for an interview about Harley Reid, and that one quote is turned into a, a back page story. But yeah, I just got some fears for how this ends up and you know wh- where we get to in this. Yep, Bailey Dale was asked about Riley Sanders at uh, Western Bulldogs training yesterday, and this is what he had to say. First session, he's come in and straight in the midfield, and I reckon he would have had about 20 touches in about 15 minutes. So um, yeah, he's just got so much power. He's a good user of the footy. There you go. Bang, straight in. Mm. He's going to play round one. Did you see uh, Gilly's T-shirt yesterday? That, that's upset a few. Oh, Adam Gilchrist. I saw the headline. Him. It didn't It didn't suck me in enough to click on it. Moral victory. He's getting around in a T-shirt. Oh, he posted he? on his Instagram, and you should see the comments underneath it. It's just stirred up the salty palms like you would not believe. And then uh, Uzi bought into it. Usman Khawaja posted underneath. Now that's a T-shirt. I'll tell you what, stirred him up an absolute treat. The next Ashes series just cannot come out quick enough. Because his approval rating is high, Gilly, regardless of whether you're an Aussie or an international cricket follower. I would have thought there wouldn't be many with a higher. Maybe Mike Hussey, Shane Warne back back yep. back in the day, Mister Cricket, Mister Cricket. Um, but Gilly would be right up there. So if he's offended them, yeah, now, it's sensitive. I sent you a photo yesterday oh. because we've got an almost we've got a battle of the 
We've got a battle of the hype, you know, a hype battle when it comes to the kids that we've mentioned. But what about the coaches box and the battle of the beefcakes that's sort of going on behind the scenes at the moment? These got so Adam Kingsley's uh, obviously right up there. And we've joked about him lifting weights while he's on the phone and Dim has had a crack at him. But, but I saw a little snippet yesterday on, uh, on Twitter, on X, of Michael Voss. Now, Vossy's always been solid, but the pipes are enormous now. Are these guys just... Just shifting iron all day, or what's going on? He's massive. Well, he's huge. That was a the the photo was wasn't a great angle. It was just a little sort of glimpse. He's sitting down. We we need tops off. We need to compare. <laughs> we need like a bodybuilding tournament. Uh, do do well to catch we, Buck, your man Bucks from back in the day. Well, Bucks was Bucks was really good. Um, my brother's packing a packing a bit at the moment. Would he be the bit. fittest coach? And I'll, let's fold the assistants in. Would he be the most ripped assistant slash senior coach going well, at the moment? He's big. He's just he, he's he's put on a lot of size. Like it's like Michael Voss. So yeah, I don't know what's going on, but there's a lot of coaches out there shifting tin in their spare time. So just your brother's appetite for working out. What's his regime? He must be well. He's, daily. he's one of those. Yeah, he's one of those weird cats that gets up really early, like three thirty, and he, he lives on a bit of a property and he's got this amazing gym set up. I, th- I think he's just sort of nicked bits and pieces from the Port Adelaide gym over the last 25 <laughs> years. Like when it's, when they've updated the gym equipment, I have the old stuff. If you get up and he's got this magnificent gym set up at home, everything you would ever want. And I think he, I think he spends a fair bit of time out there. Fair dinkum. An early yeah. riser. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Jose, yeah, I hope I got that right, Jose. You're in Hastings. You got an early call on the the teams to watch that we're going to break down later. Welcome to you. How you going, boys? We're going well. I think in general, you, you go for the top four teams. Generally, I mean, next year you're thinking probably Collingwood, Carlton, Brisbane. They're going to be ones to watch. But I know you said don't go for your own team, but I've got to be biased. I'm telling you, the Hawks. They are going to be an exciting team to watch. You look at the runners. We've got CJ, Weddle, Day, and McDonald. And uh, we're, going to be, can... we're going to be a really exciting team to watch with what Sam Mitchell's building. No, Jose, I'm with you. I think, obviously, I think who you actually support is a disclaimer. That's going to vault any given team straight to the top. I have to acknowledge that. But we're going to think, or at least over here, I'm not sure what Kane's got in store for us. We'll be surprised. But... Think a little bit differently about this. It might be as petty as you don't like the ground the team play on. It might be the camera angle. It might mm. be the commentator that always gets that game that you can't have. Yeah. Or the opposite, that vaults them up to the top. It might be something as simple as that. I mean, you are the viewer. You have the remote control. Yeah, and I, I factored in, do they play in front of large crowds? Because yep. large crowds creates a better atmosphere and you're more likely to watch if there's a better atmosphere. That's so, so I factored true. that in. So. So the Giants, I don't know, they're good to watch, but you've got to factor in the time slots, that, as you said, that they play in, the grounds they play on, and the poor crowds that they play in front of. How many did you have? Can I get a little little teaser in the top in the top category? I initially had two, okay. but I've now branched it out to four. Yeah, I've got four. Yeah, I've, got, I've gone with four. Uh, and then equally, I didn't want to be mean, but I thought we just had to be honest. The final category as well, I... I only had two, but I branched that out to three. There's just uh, 
I don't want to be seen to be picking on teams, but we just got to call it as we see it here. And as we said, at the end of the day, it's you and it's your appetite for certain teams. If you don't have it, we're just going to have to call it out. And we'll give so some brief we, explanations. What are we calling it? All right. The, the, the watchables. watchables. And I've All got right. the categories, which we might uh, reveal on the other side of this, how yeah. we're going to fold them in. Uh, SEM Breakfast is for Melbourne Airport Parking, of course. You can book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Uh, Alex, I can see you over there in North Lake WA and, and Benny as well in Roeville. We'll get to you in a moment. You want to unwind as you wander and set sail with Spirit of Tasmania. Just 69 bucks. What a deal that is. Conditions apply. Sam Edmund Cane Corns for the final time on Summer Brekkie. We'll be back after this. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Welcome back. Great to have your company this morning. It's a Thursday. Hope your day started well. We've got a prize to give away too here, Kano. A Signet Boost Power Bank 4495. Keeps your phone, your tablet, and your earbuds powered uh, 24 7. Um, Benny's in Roeville, just uh, on the open line. 1300 736 736. Benny, I think you're about to talk about something that's on our agenda, but fire when you're ready. G'day, Sammy and Kano. How are you, boys? Good, mate. I, um, you got to give. Sammy M and a pull your socks up, mate. Like, to come out and say the Blues are premiership favourites oh. and that anyone who doesn't see it doesn't know football, like, <laughs> give us a rinse, guys. Come did on, just, like. Did you just say it was Sammy Edmund? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wrong, no. wrong Sam, Ben, but that happens all the time. Now, <laughs> Sam you're, McClure. You're talking about... No, sorry, Sammy McClure. Yeah, sorry, I mean, Sammy you, McClure. knew what you meant, knew what you meant. Now, for those who aren't familiar with what you're talking about, Ben, this was uh, Sam McClure last night. But we need to address the elephant in the room. Carlton have to be premiership favourites. And if anyone tries to tell you down the street that they shouldn't be, they're not following the game properly. I have thought about this every single which way. They want for nothing. They have an excellent list. They've got two of the all-time great forwards of the last 20 years. And they've got a star-studded midfield. The Carlton Football Club have to go not one better than they went last year. They have to go two better. If they're not winning the premiership this year, something has gone wrong. So that was Sam McClure on 3AW last night. Kane, very strong take. I, I had to send him a text after I heard this. I said, hey, hey, I said, Sam, Harry Mackay, one of the all-time great forwards of the oh. last 20 years. Well, I mean, are, we, are you watching football? Yeah, I'd have him as a contender. I certainly the, wouldn't have them. the last it. 20 years. Yeah, it's a big call, isn't it? All time. And I'm not sure if they want for, they don't want for anything. Like, I, I would like another stable key defender back there. But, uh, and obviously, Jacob Wettering's going to miss the start of the season, it would appear. But uh, they're in the mix. Look, they're a contender. They're, they're, they're in the mix. Um, but, like, I, I guess, like we spoke about yesterday with Gold Coast and their strategic plan, it does dismiss how hard they are to win. So, so to say, if the Blues don't win the Premiership, something seriously has gone wrong. I think that's disrespecting the rest of the competition and how hard it is. Like, you, you sort of judge, if you can get to prelim final weekend, you're in the final four, and you put up a really strong performance, it's, it's hard to go past that as a successful year. If you perform really well in a prelim, and you just don't quite get mm. there, it's pretty hard to judge that as a failure. For any team, just because of how hard the competition is and there's injuries involved and all sorts of different things. But look, they're they're in the mix um, and let's see if they can handle the pressure of expectations on them that perhaps hasn't been 
on them like this for a while. Yeah, absolutely. It's the margins just get finer, finer and finer as you get to. Who are the, the all-time great forwards of the last twenty years? There's only be a handful. Like we're talking, we're talking Buddy. We're probably talking Josh Kennedy we're from talking the Eagles. We're Tom talking Hawk- Revolt. Tom we're talking Hawkins. Probably talking Cameron. We're not talking Harry Mackay. We're not even probably talking Charlie Kerno. Not yet. I wouldn't have thought. Nah. He's won a cut. He's won a cut. But he's on the he's on the runway. He's on yeah. the runway, perhaps. Um, okay. Uh, off the text, morning boys. Thanks for being uh, there for us all of this summer, Sam. By the way, uh, Jose is pronounced Jose. It's Spanish, mm. and Jay is pronounced as an H. Well, Greg, we were just talking about this before, and and J.K. Jordan Canellas is as cultured in this sort of stuff as anyone, and his theory is it's Jose if you're Portuguese, and it's Jose if you're Spanish. So I just uh, assumed Jose yeah. was Portuguese. So I've. I've rolled with that one off the top because Jose Mourinho was always Jose Mourinho being Portuguese. See, if Benny Lyon, our producer, was really switched on this morning, he would have actually just given you a heads up in your ears. He says, look, <laughs> it's pronounced Jose. And he would have said... But, but he's, just a bit, he's just a bit off. I mean, we all have our off day. Just at, at the moment, it's not to say that he's not going to really sharpen up by the time I doubt we it. get into the he's meat on the, of the show. I doubt he, it because it's day three for Benny and he's on the Red Bull already. Can you believe oh, it? Oh, no. He's coming with a Red Bull. He goes, I'm gassed. Day four. Sorry, mate. Sorry. I'm Breakfast gassed. Hang on. <laughs> You've been here for four minutes and you're on the Red Bull. And I admire the Red Bull, no sugar as well. Real discipline. <laughs> <laughs> Real healthy. What a joke. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Baz is in uh, Coburg just before we get into the newsroom. How are you, Bazza? Yeah, good morning, guys. Kane, Sam. Um, I reckon most watchable would be Adelaide. Oh, yeah, I don't want to give too much I, away, Bazza. I, I don't want to give too much away either. They feature prominently in my list, that is for sure. But uh, but we'll, we'll break it all down. I, I promised I'd give the categories. We'll do that on the other side. There's a bit of appetite for it off the text. And you will have your ideas as well because season's only a couple of weeks away, Kane. We are going to be doing a lot of watching, a lot of consuming. We don't, I don't know about you, but I don't watch every game. So I have to pick and choose. No. Well, it's, I mean, it's it's hard to watch every game. That, so that's the thing that I find. Some people say, "What's what's the what's the hardest part?" It's just been across all nine games. So that's, and it's really tiring if you're going to do it. Of course, you can catch up during the week, but time sort of moves on, and when when you travel as well. So this is why this is important. How do you prioritize which games you are watching from start to finish and fully across, and then the others you you sort of keep up to speed with as well. But if you're just joining us this morning, we are going to rank our most watchable AFL teams. If you had the AFL's version of League Pass, who is that number one team you're always clicking on to watch? It's going to call it the Watchables, and we're going to get into it throughout the, the morning. SEM Breakfast is some Melbourne Airport parking. Book online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. And the call of the year is back, of course, thanks to Toyota. Your chance to win a 2024 Toyota Hilux GR Sport. There's stock available everywhere at the moment. Just contact your local dealer today. Nath Gardner's got the headlines. We'll be back on the other side.